Listening to the Full Sport Press podcast, featuring hosts Jehove, Jeff, and Weezy. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one stop shop for all sports related news and topics. I am Jehove. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Weezy in the building. Say what's up, Weezy. What do you do, y'all? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's poppin' Weezy? How you, brother? Pretty good, man. Sure. Pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> it was, it was good. <laughs> good stuff. What about you, Jeff? Man, no complaints, brother. Camera's always on. Always on, brother. Better always. than know it. Uh, episode two hundred and seventy, right, cameraman? For sure. Thumbs up. We are putting on our GM hats and redrafting Uh-oh. the twenty seventeen NBA draft. FSP style. Always. <laughs> FSP style, Weezy. Better damn know it. <laughs> you better damn believe it. Let's kick it off. Best of the week, Jeff. What you got? The Lakers. The Lakers is just the week. Lakers. That that everything about it. I know we're gonna talk about it more later on the sure. show. It's just the Lakers. Just dysfunction. Ah, it's just I've fun. never seen anything chaos. like it. Chaos. It's just chaos. You love chaos. I do. I do. Yeah, you're a fan it, of chaos. It's just fun to watch people how they how they react to it. Sure. Yeah. Most definitely. What about you, Weezy? Best of the week for me is uh, Mother's Day week at work, man. Sure. And, uh, a lot okay. of good things going on at work. Everybody took a picture of their mom. Ah, Started hanging up in dope. the. That's what's and, up. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. A lot of prep though. A lot of damn prep. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> My best of the week is Zeke Elliott, man. He will pay for the funeral expenses of Jalen McKenzie, mm. a promising eighth grade football player who was killed by a stray bullet as he left a party near St. Louis on Saturday night. Um, Damn. Rest in peace, man, to Jalen McKenzie. Great, great thing that Zeke is doing. Shout out to Zeke. Shout out to sure. Zeke, man. Most definitely. Worst of the week. Weezy. Worst of the week for me, James Harden. Ooh. I just, hey, got to show up. Gotta show up when it counts, huh? I, I can fight for you all I want. That's all you've been doing. <laughs> I've been fighting for you. Gotta show up. Yeah. We good though. Call yeah. me. We still do lunch. Call me. Sure Eddie bees on me. Yeah. yeah, but he let you down. He, he gotta show up. Yeah, yeah. he gotta show up in the playoffs. He will. And We'll talk about that for yeah, sure. Man. What's the worst of the week, Joe? Man, it's a neighborhood in D.C. Man, uh, some gentrifiers coming through there, and they're trying to cancel go-go music, man. Saw that. Can't do that in DC. They also trying to cancel Howard University. Yeah, too. You got the dog defecating on Howard yeah. and stuff. Man, it's Howard, bro. Yeah, you can't Howard. do that. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Get together. Just because you moving somewhere, man, you got to accept, you got to embrace where that place come from. For so sure. You can't just come in and change and everything. You, want. you can't do it like that. Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, my worst of the week is Amir Hall. He was not even signed to a rookie free agency contract. Goodness. Hall, um, this is my guy, talked about him, played at Bowie State, mm-hmm. owns every school and conference passing record, including yards, touchdowns, efficiency, two-time Deacon Jones trophy winner, best HBCU player in the country, mm-hmm. two years in a row, 3.0 GPA, looked great on his pro day. Uh, get a kid a chance, man. The yeah. last HBCU quarterback that was drafted was... Tavares Jackson, yeah. 2006. I got a Dang. double worst of the week, too. So. 2006. 2006, yeah. Alabama State, yeah. yeah. yeah double. Double, worst. double worst of the week. Okay. Peep this out. 
Uh-oh. You guys, anybody watch Kirby Enthusiasm in the room? Have I watched it yet? Yeah, sure. not, not all the episodes I've seen it before. Okay, so about. I was in Target purchasing a Mother's Day card for my mom, right? Okay, okay. So I'm in the car now with one AirPod in my left ear. Shout out to all my AirPods. So it was in my left ear, Weezy, right? And I was talking on the phone, looking through the cards, right? Yeah. So my phone rings. It's my mom, so I click over, talk to her. When I clicked over, I noticed that there's a Hispanic lady walking in the aisle, also looking at cards. Mm-hmm. But she's on my right side. Okay. The side with no AirPods. No AirPods. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to my mom rant about something, as she mm-hmm. always does. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And disconnected the call and clicked back over. Right. So when I click back over, if you guys talk to me on the phone, you guys know that I say, hola, mm-hmm. when I click back over. Mm. The Hispanic mm. lady to mm. the right of me mm. <laughs> sees no AirPods. Perfect storm. You know? And she, and she says, Como hello. Basically insinuating, yeah. I speak English, you douchebag. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So little did she know that there's an AirPod in my left ear, and I tried right. to show her. Yeah, damage was done, man. She yeah. wasn't buying it. Looked at me. Yeah, immediately left the aisle. Yeah, epic fail on my end. Mm. Not really. Totally a curb your enthusiasm story. Shout yeah. out my curb people, but yeah. What you mean? Not really. She man. called you an ethnic slur when she got for sure. <laughs> Yeah, but you didn't mean no harm. I didn't mean no. I didn't mean an ounce of harm. Yeah, right. you didn't mean no harm. She didn't know that though. Mm-mm. She didn't get a chance to explain it either. She did not. Damn right. Yeah, um, sure. Make sure you check us out <laughs> on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, Google Play, Stitcher, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. Just search Full Sport press podcast and after you do that check out the on deck tv hip-hop podcast with animal brown spike lou and producer m extra each and every wednesday <laughs> zone four zone four and m extra <laughs> this week's episode is with the controversial mm. Nas albums ranked episode oh. huge Nas fan wow i usually say the guys do a good job over the on deck tv here we go Uh-oh. here we go keep it real I'm, I'm not saying that this week uh-huh. mm-hmm. to have one of the best albums of all time ranked 10th top five in everybody's catalog how's it 10th in his albums yeah uh i'm not i'm not buying it and uh i'm boycotting it had no you hard about that <laughs> yeah sure it hurts yeah nostradamus was in the top five yeah, so. nostradamus yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't speak on that. What this list was this collectible? I didn't listen to the show yet. Was it collectible? Yeah, they, they uh, Spike Lee and Adam Brown each had a list of they ranked them. Hey, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Right. Fresh for dummies, man. <laughs> Me and my dog Animal Brown is a self help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. You can catch our latest issue. Issue number forty five is up right now, directly for the culture. Follow the show IG page at Fresh for Dummies, and simply search Fresh for Dummies on all of your social media handles. Wear your kicks and cop responsibly. Got a Fresh for Dummies question for Talk you. Talk to me. How you feel about the low top Jordan one? If they have Nike Air in the tongue, I'm I'm with it. Okay. I can't do the, uh, the jump man. man. No, good on that. The shadow bad boys. I might <laughs> cop those. Those are not nice like those. Those Just, straight though. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. Though. <laughs> Let me know, Jeff. I get them for you. Damn. Yeah. How you said that? You jumped all the way out there. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Okay. You got loud and said it again. Okay. I'm going to let you know. <laughs> let him know. <laughs> let him know. Sure. You can read up on your favorite FSB co host. <clears throat> Damn, boy. I'm just saying. You jumped out there again. <laughs> Purchase your FSP <laughs> merchandise and catch up on the past episodes from the shows we just mentioned and much, much more. Why are you jumping out there? You ask how you do that, Wheezy? Simply search www.realvillemedia.com. Tell a friend to support the real. Oh,
RMG. Most definitely RMG. Jeff, you got 10 good rest in second. Ah, it's a rough week, but I got you. Let the people hear. So, allegedly, CM Punk made his return to wrestling last week. What? I know, right? So, CM Punk is in my top five all the time. So, I was a happy guy. But it's not how you think, Weezy. Apparently, Punk returned wearing a mask at a small independent wrestling show um, in the Midwest somewhere. The giveaway was the masked wrestler ran to the ring and performed the GTS, which is called a go to sleep. That's Punk's finishing move. But no one was confirmed. However, he was spotted wearing the same outfit that the masked wrestler wore to the ring eh, roughly 20 minutes before that. Hmm. So hopefully this means Punk's getting back into shape and coming back to the sport. He does well and not that UFC stuff he's been trying to do. Could we need him back in the ring? The credit goes to the fan who saw the outfit later and put two and two together. <laughs> That's what the credit. That's goes. a special person. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> always the special. WWE person. fans deep, man. Yeah, 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 real, man. But if you saw him come to the ring and you saw the way he performed the movie, like oh, that's Punk. You yeah, know what I mean? But yeah. he just had a mask on and you know trying to hide it. So hopefully he he decides he's done with the UFC and you know comes back to where he where he, where he, where he shines at. Most definitely. All right, it's my 10 good. And that's 10 good wrestling seconds, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out to all my wrestling fans. In case you missed it, Weezy. Uh-oh. I got you. Shaquita Evans. What's she do? Yeah, history was made Wednesday night in the NBA 2K League when Shaquita Evans became the first female player in the league's history to play in a league game. The Warriors gaming squad took a chance on the Chicago native and drafted her in the fourth round of the 2019 NBA 2K League draft That's with the 56th overall pick. Now, Shaquita is a rookie to the 2K League, but she's been a familiar face in the 2K scene for quite a while. She finished the game with six points, three rebounds, and two steals. Nice. Shout out to Shaquita. I act like I ain't raised from the South Side. It's hella Shaquita. Hella. That's we literally, what, five years too late for that? Maybe 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 seven or eight. I would have definitely, I think four. Four? four. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I would have been all through that. I'm league. looking at that league like, man, I, I know. Man. Woo. <laughs> I'm hot I missed <laughs> if out If I that just had the time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Man. I might just go ahead and just try it. Just try, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. good at FIFA. I wonder if there's a FIFA league. Man, now I got 2K league. I think, yeah. That's 2K league. Right. Yeah. It's a different world. Yeah. Like Dwayne Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> now, tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. About the full Sport Press podcast and the revolution will be podcasted. Before we get started with the first half, Wheezy, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? I do. Who is that person? The person this week is Paul Pierce. It is, mm. for sure. Celtics legend Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce completed the dubious double cold take in the semifinals of the 2019 NBA playoffs. Jeff, first he called the Bucks Celtics series over. Man. After Celtics <laughs> won one game, yeah, the Celtics did not win another game. Mm-hmm. Four straight L's. <laughs> then he said last night that the Warriors would lose by 15 without KD. Spoiler alert: the Warriors <laughs> won by four and closed the Rockets out in six games. I'm telling y'all, Paul Pierce, he's not ready for TV. He's no. still salty, like because he yeah. ain't playing. He ain't ready for it yet. He yeah. ain't got. He he ain't came, the league ain't out of, out of yeah, the system. Yeah, like, like Coach Lock always say, he ain't came to terms with it yet. Yeah. Charles yeah. Billups, he cool. Colin Charles cool. Billups, cool with it. Charlie <laughs> yeah. Rose, he cool. Cool with yeah. it. Yeah. Paul, he, Paul. Said that he, th- he yeah. still think he can he take gotta, a few guys. He got to come <laughs> to terms <laughs> with it, man. Yeah. Paul done. Pierce is a cold take machine this postseason. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a first ballot. Cold yeah, take man. Hall of Famer. Yeah. If he keeps it up at this rate. It's bad. Yeah. This one was bad. Yeah. It was obvious too. Yeah. And I saw it and I said, ooh, 15. 15's rough. 15? 
I missed one I, on that game. And you sure did. You sure did. Because that spread was seven. I missed one. Really? Dude, that point spread was seven. I, That's when I said and said the underdogs in the group chat. I was yeah. like, dude, they're underdogs. Sean was like, shout out to Sean Watch. Yeah. Dude, they're not underdogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, the hell they were. You should have called me. I, I blame you. You should have called me. What the hell ever, man? You guys ready to get started the first half? Let's do it. Let's go. The first half is underway. Full sport press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I'm Jay Hope. It's your boy, Big Jeff. I'm Weezy. What it do? Weezy, where can they find you at on social media, fam? FSP underscore Weezy on IG. And I'm at How Weezy on Twitter. Ooh. I said it with for speed. <laughs> <laughs> I said that like a machine. <laughs> what about you, Jeff? Jay's laid the four across all. Social media platforms. Most definitely. I'm Jay Hove on Instagram and Twitter. Let's have a conversation, man. Holler me on Twitter. <laughs> They've been, they been reaching out to you lately. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Hey, yeah. what about that thing you put on Twitter? It was made a, made a, made a week ago now. Mm-hmm. About the automatic omelet machine. Yeah, man. I'm excited. I should have cooked it on both sides a little longer. I probably mm-hmm. need maybe a minute. Maybe a minute and a half, a little bit more. I need some egg whites, but it's very scary. Scared uh, the shit out of me. I, <laughs> by me, by me being the cook industry, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. not for sure. I don't like it, but Trying hey. to make you guys obsolete. Yeah. Hey. But you need it. Yeah. I don't know if sure. we need it. That's why you got to <laughs> double down on this podcast. Most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. And it's FSP underscore cameraman on the ground. Holler at him. Got a, got a picture coming this week? All right. All right. All right. Let's kick the first half off. With the 2019 NBA semifinals, we'll start off with the Bucks 4-1 over the Celtics. Yeah. Let's talk about it, man. Antetokounmpo. Tables turned, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Gentleman sweet, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the Terry Rozier led Celtics made it farther than the Kyrie led Celtics. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. They got a lot of questions, man. <laughs> Can Kyrie Irving be the player that the Celtics? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a hot take. Okay. I think we saw. Another version of Kobe and Shaq. Okay. Kyrie's gone. Kyrie he realized gone. he was gone. Yeah. Game three. And the the, the the locker room knew he was gone too. And no yeah. one wanted to play anymore. Tatum was nowhere to be found. Tatum's nowhere to be found because you know why? Here we go. If you notice the way the Warriors look when KD's not there, the ball doesn't stop. The ball stops when Kyrie's there, man. That system is set up for freelance basketball, mm-hmm. moving the ball to the open man. It's just not conducive for Kyrie Irving. I'm not arguing with that. Right. And can we put any any of this blame on Brad Stevens? Brad Stevens. Because um, man, I you put remember, a lot of it on You remember when Brad Stevens came in? Because you're a Kyrie fan. No, no, no. No, no. no hear me out. Yeah. You remember you put we, when Brad Stevens first came in, we, we kind of kinged him as just one of the smartest head coaches in you know basketball and right. he's a genius behind the film and all this stuff. We didn't see none of that in this series. He couldn't adjust. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the point, man. That's what you get when you get a Kyrie Irving type of player. You have to modify your system to fit a talent like that. In turn, his system does not fit with a talent like that. Well, okay. Even if that's the case on offense, mm-hmm. what happened on defense? True. Because they, in game one, and more so game, a lot game one, and a little bit of game two, they understood what they need to do with Giannis. They got physical with him. They made him work for his shots. From game three on, the paint was wide open. I agree. So he didn't make any adjustments really? defensively. Yeah, he, they played really good against Giannis the first two games. Yeah. I think the team just laid down. I, I do too. I don't yeah. want to be the one to say it first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I, I feel like the team oh yeah, they laid down yeah. for sure. They we I watched them quit. Yeah. They quit. Yeah, no, nah, they quit on. It was a it was a cancer in that office. I mean, in that office in that locker room. And his name was Gordon Haywood. And, and, Let's move on to the Raptors versus the 76ers. Game seven talk, guys. Which version of Ben Simmons will the Sixers get? 
I don't think it matters. I think it's which, which version of Jimmy Butler do they get? Is his jumper gonna be falling? Because he had an off game in Game Five, right? And that's what led to me when Jimmy Butler has now asserted himself. All right, and B, you hurt. Whatever you can give us, give it to us. Right. Pause. I'll be the guy being just do something. Yeah. And I'll handle the rest. So if Jimmy's gonna do that. Which I'm, which he's capable of doing, yeah. you know what I mean? Because this series, he's making Kawhi work, and you know it, it works yeah. for me. If Jimmy can continue doing that, that'd be fine. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. I think the, what we have to worry about on that team is Joel Embiid in the bench because okay. they only go seven deep with the seventy sixers. So you go Mike Scott, James Ennis. Yeah. So in turn, they can't play Jonathan Simmons, and they sure in the hell ain't playing Boban. So <laughs> their bench has to show up. Talking about trading Ben yeah. Simmons, yeah. Dude. Come yeah. on, man. The one thing about Ben Simmons is, well, like, he he doesn't have no rah rah in him. Like, he has the same the same personality whether he's up or down. He had for a sure. great game or a bad game. So does Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard does too, and also Kawhi Leonard does too. Yeah, for sure. But you can see in their eyes when they're ready to go. I can't. I can't. I, I can. I can watch Kawhi like Kawhi you know Leonard looks it, the exact same. When he's had fifty and he's had five. And, and you saying Ben Simmons has one speed? One speed. I think. And, I don't think that's true. And then the player. <laughs> In, I'm just I, trying to make sure I understand what you said. In the playoffs, you can't do that. Mm. The thing that we must worry about is shooting. And the shooting on behalf of the 76ers has been poo. Their only shooter, for sure, is J.J. Reddick. He's JJ. played like shit. And then you have Danny Green on the other end. When he's making shots, they're not losing. So, whichever one of those guys makes shots, that's who wins the series. You guys got to pick. And Game 7 is in Toronto. The Game 7 is in Toronto. Yeah. I'm going with Kawhi. I got a feeling. Yeah, I got Toronto winning this myself. <laughs> Moving on to the Nuggets versus the Blazers, another game seven. I think this game deserves top billing. I think yeah. they were definitely um, overshadowed by higher profile games. But mm-hmm. this has been a modern classic game seven. We just have to make sure that we are respecting my guy, the Joker. Can I listen? Joker is we playing. Yeah, you that crazy. No, no, already. no. What I'm saying is <laughs> the Joker is looking like a top 10 player right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure, yeah. I can't. <coughs> I can't let you sit up here and say he's living. Joker, Joker's look like considered a top ten player, but you can't. I can't. You said Damian Lillard's not. And Damian Lillard is not. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Joe. The, the way he's performed in this playoffs, y'all can't say he's not a good. You know, t- the way he performed in the first OKC. round, the in game six, he had a great game six. But he has not shown up every game, dog. Let's just keep it a bug now. Come on, man. <sighs> But I, I get it. You're just into rah rah. You're a rah rah fan. I get it. I know rah. Don't call me rah rah. You're rah rah fan. You're rah rah fan. <laughs> Who you guys have winning this series? I have to keep since my pick is still alive. Right. I gotta still go with Portland. That's true. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. You gotta double down. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Weezy? Uh, it's a coin flip, man. I don't, yeah, it's true. yeah. I'm gonna go with. I guess I go with Portland. Dame Lillard has never played in a game seven in his career in the NBA. That's tough. Come on now. It's tough. So he has to, even though I know Denver has the home court edge, mm-hmm. this is Dame Lillard. This is how you make your money. This is how you close out a team. This is how you make your reputation. Ain't how you make his money. Hulu has a lot of sports. He's good on that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's kind of funny. We got Hulu got a lot of sports. Now, I will He's say good this, on money. Dame comes up with a huge game seven. Yeah. He starts to get in the conversation. He gets in the conversation. Yeah, he gets in the conversation. But what if he shrinks? Don't bring him up no more. Yeah, don't bring like him up. I think we're about to talk about like, a Great segue. Yeah. The Warriors versus the Rockets for the second straight year. The Rockets were able to hang with the Warriors throughout the actual series, right? right. I think no game was won by more than six points. It was close all the way for around. For sure, right? Yeah. But for the second straight year, they were not able to advance. Last year, it was partly because of Chris Paul's injury. Now we have this year, no KD, no Boogie, 
and you still couldn't get past the Warriors. Right. CP3, great game. Great game six. I don't think CP3 can give you more than what he gave you he in gave that game six. Everything he had. Everything he had. Everything he had. There's a person on the team that is a 40-point scorer. I need 40 points from him. Okay. Mm-hmm. I heard someone say Eric Gordon disappeared too. And he did not show up yeah. for sure. I mean, it's a, dude, people don't realize closeout games, home, road, whatever, it is a difficult, difficult thing to step up and play. Especially on the road. On when they were at home, though. They were at home. No, yeah. I'm saying especially on the road for yeah. sure. So to see Steph have thirty three in the second half. In the second half. Come on, man. The game and was that, and that's ahead. the championship mentality from them boys. Them boys been there. But I'll give you I'll say this and I you guys may not believe me, but the game was lost in the first half. Bro. Because Steph has yep. zero points. Yep. Has three fouls? Three fouls. And you go into a halftime tied. Tied. You can't do that. No. You can't do that. Then Tony needs to go to James Harden. I need fifty from you. Win or lose tonight. Win or lose. I got to have fifty from you. But see, that's the thing, man. I just don't think that system works. Yeah, it doesn't. But but they gotta go what they know. Yeah. I need I needed fifty from James Harden last night. Win or lose, he didn't even give you four. He That's didn't two give straight me four. fourth quarters. Where right, I'm he didn't show James up. Harden like, bro, what? Are you what doing? Yeah, you can't just be a regular season a regular season dude. And That's my guy this year. And shout out to Steve Kerr. He had to coach last night. He yeah. finally coached last night. He had to use his bench. He had to coach. He coached last night. Th- th- go ahead, Joe. This thing is, man. You had you, we had to listen to a whole year of we didn't have CP. We would won Game Seven with CP. Sure. A whole year, whole year, a whole year of that. Then you do the thing about you pay that $10 million to do the ref thing with the analytics. And they may have been right. It looks like the ref were on one side and not on the other. Totally agree. Yeah. But you got to play them without their best player and Steph having a horrible series to Steph standards. Mm-hmm. He had a horrible to Steph standards. Yeah. That's true. And you had that's all you had to do was win them two games. That's yeah. it. And you came all the way back in game five. If you closed out game five, yeah, you get to play an elimination game at home. At home. Right. Yeah. And you lost the game. That, that I don't they, they were in the game the whole time. So I don't it's not, it wasn't a blowout. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything else about dude. He's one of the best scorers we've ever seen. But at the end of the day, nah, I'm nah. good. Yeah, yeah. I'm done on him. Good. Don't bring him up in the group chat no more. Now, for real, like I'm dead ass. Because you can't tell me that. You nah, can't I'm telling tell you, that. last year we said, hey, man, no, no reason to talk about James Harden because he didn't show up in the playoffs. He did it again. And then we we forget every year Then when the playoffs start, you're like, oh, man, it's just James Harden because it's always going to be James Harden. Melo couldn't help them? Mel- hell, yeah. And Melo was a scapegoat. <laughs> right. They blame Melo. Melo couldn't help them. In that Bring game him right up there. no more. I dog. need one of Melo seven hats. Mm, come on. Keep doing this. <laughs> All right, speaking of <laughs> the new deal, <laughs> the XFL on Monday announced a multi-year agreement with ESPN and Fox Sports to televise games starting with its inaugural 2020 season. The XFL games will air weekly on broadcast TV, so ABC and Fox. That's pretty good. Yep. Complemented by games on cable, ESPN, ESPN2, FS1, and FS2. The XFL's TV schedule will feature back-to-back games each Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern time and two games on Sunday afternoon. That's a big deal. Huge deal. So you have, here are the coaches so far. Okay. Got Dallas with Bob Stoops. Houston doesn't have a coach as of yet. Mm. The Los Angeles whatevers are, uh, their coaches: Winston Moss. New York is Kevin Gilbride. St. Louis is Jonathan Hayes. Okay. Seattle is Jim Zorn. Tampa Bay is Mark Tressman. And Washington, D.C. is Pep Hamilton. Pep. Bet, I think it's football a better. Football names. Yeah, some football names in there for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think they still just like players, so they'll be shopping for the players they want on each squad, head coaches can receive up to $500,000 for their salaries. You got to find you some players. You got That's it. You got to find you some players yeah. and make that and just hope. I mean, to me, the multi-year deal, 
gives them room for growth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So hopefully you won't pull the plug yeah. during the season, just try to finish it out. And you really just try to devote some time and get this league growing. Yeah. I think it's going to work this year. I think XFL is going to work. I don't think so. What, okay, define work. We'll yeah. see it more than one year. So they, they, they figure out how to define an alternative to NFL football. Right. And, and American fans yeah. and American fans love football enough to where they can function with two leagues. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, they're clean the family. They're, they're going to try to pay college athletes to come out after this freshman year. Well, quarterbacks, offensive stars will receive uh, the biggest contracts as a tiered system. So a franchise player will make between twenty-five dollars to $60,000 per game. Okay. Then you have tier two. Fifteen thousand to seventeen thousand per game. Tier three, six thousand to ten thousand per game. Mm-hmm. While tier four gets five to six thousand a game. So that's going to be enough to get people on teams. I just hope it's enough to get big names. And they're on the fence about testing for marijuana, and that will help out. That will help because that will get David Irving back, who is a dog, right? <laughs> and yeah, now for sure, we'll see. We'll see. Let's move on to the NFL. The Dallas Cowboys have apparently formulated their first offer. For Jeff's favorite quarterback, Dak Prescott, on a new contract. (laughs) Prescott's entering the final year of his rookie deal. He's expected to be in line for right around $29 million. Dallas would like to have a new deal in place before the start of the regular season. Can the Cowboys afford to give Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Amari Cooper big contract extensions? They'll find a way. They're going to have to. It's a sad day. If I'm Zeke Elliott, I'm not showing up to camp until they pay me. But you got to pay me now. Like Zeke should Zeke should have held out after his rookie year to me. Mm. But with this, with Dak getting thirty million and the, mm. the the games I missed when that that year when I was on suspension, we showed what kind of team we really are. Yeah. Nah, man. Yeah. Nah. Anyway, so, shout out to Spike Nudo. Shit. <laughs> the first domino <laughs> to fall was Demarcus Lawrence mm-hmm. getting her hundred and five million dollar contract. I think for a max deal with Dak, you have to give right around twenty mm-hmm. uh, million annually. You sign him to a thirty million dollar deal, that put him in top five category. Dak is in the lower tier of the quarterback, so if we're doing <laughs> tiers just like the XFL was, right. he's in that tier four situation on the low end at the quarterback spectrum. There's no way, maybe in tier three. I'm paying him thirty million dollars. I would have to pay him twenty. Is going right? Kirk Cousins get twenty five a year, <laughs> so he's right under Kirk Cousins <laughs> for sure. What's his defense? To Dak's defense. What's his defense? The the football game is changing. The the game plan, the coordinators are adjusting to their talent and not expecting them to do wonderful things. What? (laughs) You don't want your quarterback to do wonderful things? I'm paying $30 million to the guy that can't do wonderful things. We're talking about $30 million. Listen, they're not asking Dak to go out there and be a paid man. They're asking Dak to go out there and manage the game and make a couple plays again. And that's what he does. True enough. So you're gonna pay thirty million dollars to a game manager? Is what you're saying? They're they're gonna do it. I don't think Dang. so. I think they'll give him twenty. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Thirty <laughs> million, man, for a game manager. That's insane. You sitting? There, you finna watch it? You finna see it? We'll see. Let's move on to boxing, man. <laughs> <laughs> Canelo Alvarez and Danny Jacobs fought to unify the middleweight titles over the single Mayo weekend, guys. Canelo won a close, uh, somewhat controversial decision. Jacobs was busy in the fight using his jab and landing some heavy punches late in the fight, especially round nine. Depending on how you scored the early rounds really determine how you uh, how you judge the fight. Right. So what do you guys think about that? I think Daniel Jacobs came in overweight. He did. Three pounds. It's, it's rough for him. Yeah. It's rough for him. Yeah. Make that weight. 
Wasn't a great fight, No, 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 no. That's Danny Style though. Danny okay. Style does not is not he, he's not gonna allow a great fight. He's not gonna get hit as much. He's gonna do a lot of moving and you know, cutting the ring off himself. He's a technician, so he's not a power puncher. But Danny's gotcha. a very skilled fighter. Yeah. He fought triple G to a decision and I thought he probably should have won that as well. Mm. Um and then, you know, he fought Canelo to the same thing. So yeah. it's rough, man, because it's 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 rough to get other fighters to fight Danny Jacobs because mm-hmm. of his style like that, you know, and his name, he's like the third or fourth ranked middleweight in the in the world and his name doesn't carry as much weight. But they said this fight did 1.2 streams on, right. the, the, on the app, on the DAZN app. Sure. So that's a big step. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully Danny gets another payday. I hope so. I just think with, I think they brought in 600,000 subscribers already. Right. Who do they need to get on DAZN to get it to the, Right around a million subscribers. Boxing heavyweights. Boxing wise, it wouldn't. It needed to be. They needed to get that Wilder Joshua fight there. Mm-hmm. That would have done it. Um, Pacquiao there will help. Well, getting Pacquiao there will help. Um, they're trying to, but Bob Arum's not budging at the moment. Right. Um, it just depends, man. There's a lot of up and coming fighters like Errol Spence, uh, Terrence Crawford, um, different fighters like that. You know, that aren't necessarily household names mm-hmm. yet. Jamil Charlo and things like that that are coming up gotcha. and people are getting behind. So we'll see. Yeah, man. Yeah. Before we get started with halftime, let's talk about the Los Angeles Lakers, Weezy. In <laughs> a somewhat stunning twist in the NBA coaching carousel, Ty Lu may not be the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. Lou was seeking a five-year deal, mm-hmm. but the Lakers offered a three-year deal, around $18 million bucks. Okay. The Lakers proposed several scenarios, including their preferred candidates for assistant coaches, including Jason Kidd. Now, the Lakers opened their coaching search again, but not necessarily moved on from Ty Lue. Was this a slap in the face for Ty Lue? Straight up slap in the face. Oh, yeah. sure. Disrespect. Want me to hire my replacement? Right. On the team, the guy you want. So right. when I mess up, you can move him into the position. Mm-hmm. They also, they wanted Kurt Rambis for some reason to be on the team. Yeah. And who knew who? Kurt Rambis had that much uh, no. power in, yeah. in, the, in the Lakers organization? Or in the NBA period. Yeah. Right. It's a circus over there, man. Yeah. LeBron didn't sign up for this. He didn't sign up for that. And <laughs> he said, it, you know, I signed to work alongside Magic Johnson. Right. Magic Johnson leaves in the end of the season right. before the final game. Mm-hmm. So you you know LeBron's gonna be there three years. So mm-hmm. that deal is predicated simply off of LeBron James. Yeah. Every um Luke Walton leaves, gets a five year deal with Quick. Sacramento. Quick. Monty Williams gets a five year deal in Phoenix. Right. You can't give a champion five year deals? Come on, man! And the guy who you're building your team around, who he wants, right? Like I'm, I'm all, I'm, I make the jokes all the time. LeBron's the best GM in the league. I always joke about yeah, that. Right. But why not make LeBron happy? Yeah. If you want him to recruit other players to your team, why not make him happy and get the guy that he wants to that he wants to coach him? So you have Jason Kidd, you have Frank Vogel, you have Juwan Howard, Lionel Hollins, Mike Woodson. Man. Picture Frank Vogel trying to tell LeBron. What That's what I'm do. trying to tell you. <laughs> if they don't hire anybody LeBron really wants, I can see LeBron James demanding a trade this offseason. I hope he do. He needs to get out of there. I hope he do. I mean, you got you got fans protesting. Now. Come on, like man. this is crazy. Nah, it's, 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 this is crazy. Boogie said it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's getting ridiculous <laughs> to the way that they're doing Ty Lue, mm-hmm. It's a slap in the face, man. Yeah. He has a free flowing offense that would help. A person like Brandon Ingram, a person, yes. Lonzo Ball, yeah. Kuz. Yeah. And you maybe, you know, they're saying Kyrie is interested come in coming yeah. to the Lakers. So I would make sure that I address this coaching staff coming in very, very serious. Because this is, like, let's, let's just be honest. 
with what's going on in Golden State, yeah. with what could happen in Golden could. State, the league becomes wide open again. Yeah, for sure. You got to make this count. For sure. You know what I'm saying? This is yeah. the year you're preparing for. You got for the sure. free agency spots, you got the money to pay them, and you got a draft pick. Yeah. This it, is the year you're playing for. If he demands a trade, will it happen? Hell yeah. You trade LeBron James if he wants to be traded. Because somebody, some team's going to give him whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever you want for him. And I think it'll be the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot. From the beginning. He should have went from the beginning. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready to get started? Back with ass. Let's do it. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime. We have another installment of Coach Brown's two-minute drill. Coach Brown's a former TSU tight end and the current defensive coordinator for Hillsborough High School in Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out to the Burroughs. Coach Brown will give an insight on hot topics from a former player and a current coach's perspective. Let's see what Coach Brown has to say this week. Good evening. I am Coach Brown, and welcome to Coach Brown's two-minute drill. Jumping right into it, we saw the Warriors defeat the Rockets. The Rockets owner came out saying some things about his team, that they played soft, they didn't play well. It's embarrassing that they lost at home. I'm going to be honest with you. What does this say for them? Is this team done? Is Chris Paul out? Are other pieces going to, to move, so to speak? We also can say the th- same thing about the Celtics. They got a gentleman sweep against the Bucks. The Bucks gave them a gentleman sweep. What do you guys think about that? Who's going to be dismantled more? Which team will not be intact, FSP? Will it be the Houston Rockets or will it be the Boston Celtics? Let me know what you think. Moving on to NFL football, Xavier Howard, cornerback for the Dolphins. I'm going to be honest. I didn't, I didn't know he was supposedly this good. I thought he was a solid cornerback. I don't know the stats or statistics or things of that nature or whatever he did, but he just got a new deal. Five years, $76.5 million contract, $46 million guaranteed. He is now the highest paid cornerback since Josh Norman's deal about two or three years ago where he received a five-year deal for $75 million. Maybe he's the heir apparent. Maybe he's the next shutdown corner. All I know, he got 46 guaranteed. So he better, he better be getting some pass breakups, some interceptions, what have you. He better be doing something. Before I get off the mic, I'm just going to leave you guys with some words of wisdom. Um, Just remember, don't let fear rob you of what you want to do. Just remember that fear is a mind killer, and it is a little evil that eats at you from the inside out. You must learn to face it and conquer it. Hey, conquer all fear. Do what you're supposed to do. Don't let fear rob you. Hey, I am the coach. Coach Brown, it is. Root, and I'm gone. And that is another installment of Coach Brown's two-minute drill. The first thing you talked about. The Rockets. What is a piece that the Rockets need to move on uh, for next year to actually contend? Another score. They need one more score. Mm. Sure. Now, I mean, by, I mean, somebody can get a bucket. Somebody get a can bucket. put the ball on the ground and get yeah. a bucket. Because they run that James Harden dribble to his eight yeah. seconds left so many Stupid. damn times. He ain't going to yeah. pass it no way. <laughs> they need, but it's going to have to be somebody on the wing because they can't run up. I don't think they run a pick and rolls. So they can't throw a ball down in the post. And somebody to get a bucket, you know. So a person like Julius Randle couldn't eat in that. So it's a more no. person with a back to the basket game. You have to be a wing person to score, and I think that we have to address it at the one, two, or the three. And they definitely ain't doing it at the one. And Cause I, they, cause they, it's one hundred and twenty-four million dollars on that. And James Harden, nobody's taking that contract. It's the second as <laughs> a, a MVP runner-up, yeah. you know, what or you, MVP. What James Harden get? Two hundred? Uh, one eighty. I mean, he's still young, though, so his contract is solid. You just can't. I mean, you need another person. I think it would be somebody at the three position. So 
I don't know who that person is, but they seem like they know who the hell they want. I guess. Um, Xavier Howard, $46 million guaranteed. I agree with Coach Brown. Did not know that he was the best cornerback in the <laughs> NFL. And I thought that was a guy by the name of uh, Joe Hayden. What? Um, you didn't think that was Joe Hayden. <laughs> boy, y'all must let me have a heart attack on here, boy. I looked at you real crazy when you said that. Nah, but. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, that's my guy. But I definitely didn't know it was Xavier Howard. So, but shout out to him. Congratulations to him. Um, now he just sets the precedent of cornerbacks. Who's the best cornerback in the NFL then? If it's not Xavier Howard, who is it? It's got to be him with that paycheck. It's Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, no, it's be rich. Yeah, 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 <laughs> he's Ramsey. a seminal. Jalen Ramsey. But uh, <laughs> I'm just glad. I'm glad the NFL is paying them boys. The owners are finally paying them boys, and it's it's looking good, man. And he's start paying running backs around the. It's coming. It's coming soon. They'll never have that. Never. They have. they view them as they view them as expendable. Yeah. Because if running backs weren't expendable, James Conner wouldn't happen. Well, they catch about the backfield. They 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 gonna start paying them. Yeah. I mean, we just saw Le'Veon Bill. Got he laughed at sixty million. Got fifty eight. He kind of screwed himself a little bit. No, nah. he got to got show up to camp too. Yeah, yeah you, you got to play. Still rapping. <laughs> yeah, on that, Jeff, note. talk to your man for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. The second half. The second half is underway. Full sport press. Second half. We are redrafting the twenty seventeen NBA draft. I am Jay Ho. It's your boy Big Jeff. I'm Weezy. What it do? Episode two hundred and seventy, fellas. Two seventy. The 2017 draft class has turned into a very solid draft. Some players have exceeded their expectations, while some have not fully lived up to the hype. Mm. And we're doing this redraft as if GMs could see the prospects first and first season and a half, basically two full seasons, before making the pick. Now, fit will be considered, but based on the team at the time. So, basically, the Phoenix Suns might not draft DeAndre Ayton if they would draft a center now. You understand what right, I'm saying? Right, 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 sure, right, sure. Right, right. All right. So, with that in mind, here's the redo or the redraft of the 2017 class. The lottery only. Now that the teams have a better gauge on the players and how good they really are. Let's start it <laughs> off, man. With the Philadelphia 76ers, the original pick was Markel Fultz. <laughs> Who wants to go with their redraft pick first? I'll go. Yep. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Need a score. Yeah. Ben Simmons can handle the ball. Donovan can get his shot. And you already got the process. Can't really shoot, though. He can get his. He can get to his spot. He can get to his spot, but yeah. it's not very efficient. We know this. I, I'm just saying. I that, understand. You it. know. You, if yeah. you anybody knows, Donovan Mitchell is yeah. a, a black hole. He's a volume shooter. Volume scorer, yeah, for sure. I, I'm all, I'm all, I, love, I love a good, love volume, a good shooter. volume score, for sure. <laughs> what about you, Weezy? I want Donovan Mitchell also. For sure. Okay. So I have uh, Jason Tatum going here. If Fultz's injury doesn't get figured out, this pick would be this is the biggest what if pick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tatum was arguably the Celtics' best player during their playoff run last season. Yes, uh, last season. Yes, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So with a player like him, he would free up the problems that they have, kind of similar to what you were saying about Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. but a person that's a little bit more efficient <laughs> and not as much of a black hole as Donovan Mitchell. For sure, he can space the floor, play off the ball, create his own shot, and get a bucket when they need it. Can you look at the team if it was Reddick, Tatum, Rob Covington, Embiid, Dario Sarge? You wouldn't have to make those trades if Jason Tatum is there. I think you, <laughs> but I think with, with Mitchell, and you keep covering Rob Covington at the three, and Mitchell mm-hmm. at the two, Ben Simmons at the one, and then Sarge, and then the process. Yeah. That's scary. With those <laughs> trades, they hurt their bench because no, true. they're seven true. deep now. True, true, true. And in turn, if you don't make that trade and you draft the, uh, Jason Tatum instead of Markel Fultz, 
we're in a different talk right now. Absolutely. That's, all right. Let's move on to the number two pick, the Los Angeles Lakers. The original pick was Lonzo Ball. Where you guys at with the redraft pick? I went with Jason Tatum on this. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I went De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. I see that. They yeah. need the point. Yeah. I mean, okay. it, was, it was getting rid of, of our guy D'Lo. Yeah. And bringing a point guard. But this is a more dynamic point guard, though. Sure. A little bit more of a score. A little more of a score. Yeah. Going to help out Ingram. Flash, yeah. yeah. At Showtime. Showtime. For sure. LeBron with De'Aaron Fox now? Bro. I, uh, Come on, man. Have a different pick. I have Donovan Mitchell <laughs> going here. Yeah, now for sure. Can you imagine Donovan Mitchell, his personality, explosive play in Staples? It would be something special. He may not be as efficient as Tatum, like I said, <laughs> but Mitchell's already proved to be an electric score, just a low percentage score, which it agitates me. So, yeah, I think Donovan Mitchell will fit in because they need a two. Their two is Contavious Caldwell Pope. Mm -hmm. Their two is Lance Stevenson. Mm -hmm. There's a person that by the name of Donovan Mitchell would help out right there. Move on to number three, okay. the Boston Celtics. Their original pick was Jason Tatum. Who do you guys have going here? Let me go. I go. Um, I think it still goes Tatum here. Okay. Because he's, he's to how I have it following. He's still there, and it works for that one year, and then it doesn't work for this year. You get rid of Kyrie, and it works going forward. Okay. <laughs> okay. What about you? From what I've seen, Pascal, I went with Cal Kuzma. Kuz right here. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I nah, like that. For sure. I mean, you're basing this off what you've seen. So right. yeah. No, that's what I like that. It's yeah, not yeah. a bad choice. Yeah, no, so the top two power forwards on the list would be Kyle Kuzma. But I'm going with Laurie Markkinen right here. I think as a Bulls fan, no, I'm saying. It's a little high. No, you're crazy. As a Bulls fan, <laughs> I wasn't happy with the Laurie Markkinen pick. I watched him in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And his offensive game is very well-rounded, but I thought he would just be a shooter. In turn, he's okay. turning away more than that. He's improving off the dribble, rebounding is better than expected. He's definitely a Boston Celtics type of player, for sure. Okay. All right, let's move on to the number four pick, the Phoenix Suns. Their original selection is Josh Jackson. Who you guys have going here? I went with De'Aaron Fox. Okay. Yeah. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz, right here. Okay. Anyway, go. I think they would get a point guard. They need right a point. Here. I have De'Aaron Fox going here. Okay. I think De'Aaron Fox is the third best player in this draft, and his stats showed this year. He's a freakish athlete, one of the fastest players in the league. Can you imagine him with my guy, D-Book? Man, it'll be very special. Very, very special. It's kind of the same reason why I went Markel Fultz. Okay. Because I figured he goes here, that injury doesn't happen. Mm. Right? Okay. Him, Book. And they tough it out for a year. Right. Then you bring in Aiden. Yeah. Let's cook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now you're rolling. Yeah, now that's how I feel yeah, about De'Aaron yeah. Fox going there. Yeah. So, yeah, same thing. Okay. All right, number five pick is the Sacramento Kings. The original pick was De'Aaron Fox. It was a redraft pick. I want Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Lonzo Ball, for sure. Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, yeah. for sure. I also have Lonzo Ball going here. I okay. think he struggled to stay healthy, but shows loads of potential yeah. when he's on the court. His biggest weakness has been shooting, mm -hmm. but I think he's going to improve that. And he's a very capable defender as well. So defender and floor general, floor general for sure. Yeah. And I if he goes here, he's out of that spotlight of L.A. Sure. Taking a step back. Yeah, and, I mean everything slows down a little bit. Yeah, I think he would have been fine right here. Yeah. But can you picture his dad in Sacramento? Man, that would be great TV. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. <laughs> we also have to remember that at the time of the draft, Lonzo was considered a risk because of his father. Correct. So um, if we know now that he would just shut up and let his kids play, um, this pick would definitely be a good spot for Lonzo to fall to. The number six pick. 
the Orlando Magic. Now, their original pick was Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, John Isaac. Yeah, man. Let's talk about a redraft pick. Who's going here? Go ahead, Wiz. I went with Lloyd Marketing. Okay, my guy, Lloyd. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I got Kyle Kuzma right here. Kuz? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You said a little low? A little low. A little low on Kuz? Yeah, I, I still don't got Kuz going I yet. see. Um, <laughs> I have Dennis Smith Jr. going here. Ouch. You look at their team. They okay. have Aaron Gordon. Right. And um, a bunch of bigs. You have uh, Nick Vucevic, who was mm-hmm. a first-time All-Star this year. And the only weakness on the team, because I think Evan Fournier, Fournier yeah. playing at a high level at the two for okay. them, their weakness was DJ Augustine, unfortunately. Mm. So, in turn, if you replace <laughs> him with Dennis Smith Jr., I love watching him play, man. Natural playmaker, potentially be one of the best point guards coming out of this draft, which was really high in point, point guards. Guard. So, yeah. Dennis Smith, man, with Orlando, for sure. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to number seven pick, my Chicago Bulls. Uh, the original pick was Dennis Smith Jr. We traded that mm-hmm. for Lori Marketing. Where's the redraft pick? Where are we going here? Josh Hart. Josh Hart. Josh Hart. Josh Hart. Okay. <laughs> Why, man? I got to ask. Why. <laughs> That's who I picked. <laughs> Josh Hart. I got y'all not making the trade and keeping yeah. Dennis Smith Jr. Okay. Okay. Because of everything you just said for Orlando, mm-hmm. y'all need that point guard present. Need somebody that could, is going to be there. And that kid needs to find a home even now. Mm-hmm. Once he finds a home where he can say, this is where I'm going to be. I'm going to start my career. There's nothing. You know what I mean? They're going to mm-hmm. give me a shot. He's going to be somebody to watch out for. I totally believe that. Truly believe that. Everything that you said, I'm going Markel Fultz right here. Okay. This is where he goes. Okay. So much baggage uh, with his story. But I think he's a solid defender mm-hmm. who can score in the mid-range, pass, rebound, get to the rim at a high level. Even if he never redevelops his shot, he'll still be a solid starting point guard in the NBA. I think he'll develop and get that shot back eventually. But with him averaging 23-5, and five, at Washington, forty-one percent from three. It'll get to a point, and I think it will. I would love to have him in Chicago for sure. Okay, especially with the point guards we got now. We got Chris Dunn. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, you know, yeah. like yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, really that's it. our point guard. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on <laughs> to the New York Knicks at the eighth pick. The original pick was Frank Nittalakina. Who you guys have going here? Dennis Smith Jr. Okay. So they made a trade for Dennis Smith yeah. Jr. this mm-hmm. year when they traded we, uh, Jeff's favorite guy. <laughs> Christoph's poor zinger. <laughs> the zinger. So they, they got their point guard for sure. All right, what you got, Jeff? I'm a, I, w- I wanted to say that. Okay. Yeah, I, but I'm afraid of that because of the Kyrie thing for this offseason. Okay. So, you know, tie inside being 2020, I think they go with Lori Markner. Lori Markner right here. Right. Okay. Here. For sure. I like that. Um, I'm getting another power forward. So okay. we're in the same wavelength here. I got Kyle Kuzma going here. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think that he's the highest climber other than Wheezy's wild pick of Josh Hart <laughs> going before him. He was 27th overall. He is quickly emerged as a reliable option. I think they got him just to be there as a deep reserve. He'd probably go down as the steal of the 2017 draft outside of Donovan Mitchell. I think his influence really increases the team offensive success. And I think this would be the shot where he would go with the Knicks, man. He looks like a Knicks player for sure. So give me cools right here. Okay. Number nine, the Dallas Mavericks. Now, the original pick was Dennis Smith Jr. Who you guys have going here? I got John Collins. Okay. The Hawks, he surprised me with the Hawks. Okay. I didn't, I didn't see him yeah. turn into what he's doing right now. Yeah. And I think if the Mavericks can get him right here at number nine mm-hmm. and also having Porzingis mm-hmm. and having your man. Yeah, Luca, and, 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 and then whatever they can get right here in this year. Right. Come on, man. Who you got, Weezy? 
John Collins. John Collins for sure. Yeah, I think if they couldn't have Dennis Smith Jr., yeah, uh, John Collins would have to be the next pick here. Yeah, Atlanta mm-hmm. got him at nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, and at this point, the Mavs weren't really building around anything. They had Harrison Barnes and Wes Matthews. So, if you put him, he was the potential replacement for Dirk Nowitzki. John Collins going here at nine. Number ten, the Portland Trailblazers. The original pick was Zach Collins. Who's the redraft pick here? I want Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Center. Center. For sure. He blocks everything. Blocks everything. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I went with Josh Hart. They need the size. They need the, They need Josh Hart. Okay. And he can – for what he did with the Lakers mm-hmm. on a short period of time he was there, mm-hmm. and you put him with Portland where they have a lack of depth, he will shine with them. Okay. He Bless you, me. my brother. Thank you. You get some time to spare. Yeah. Yeah, for I sure. I like Josh Hart right there. I have Josh Jackson going here. I think the Blazers are missing a wing defender. So if Josh Jackson can improve his shot, he can become a really great 3 and D player, Mm -hmm. which is exactly the archetype that you have at the three position. And Josh Jackson has all the tools to be that. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I worry about with him, and which was worrisome for me, was his afro. And he cut that. (laughs) Now we are in a point now where we can actually see uh, some greatness come from this kid. But there's a history of athletic defensive wings. Being able to add an outside shot. Look at um, Otto Porter adding his later in his career. So right, right. I think he'll have a similar situation than Otto Porter, um, even with Phoenix. So I like Josh Jackson here okay. after he cut his afro, for sure. Let's move on to number 11, the Charlotte Hornets. Their original pick was Malik Monk. Who you guys have going here? Jordan Bell. I got Jonathan Isaac <laughs> right here. You got Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaac. You got Jordan Bell going here. Jordan Bell. You don't think Joy Bell can go there? Yeah, I mean, I, at 11. At 11? That's a lot. A lot. He can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's his list, Jay. It is his list. That's what, And he's the GM. He's the GM, for sure. Who you have going there, Joe? I said Jonathan Isaac for the, for the Charlotte. Johnny home. Isaac. Yeah. Johnny Isaac, okay. He needs this. Yeah, for sure. So, while Malik Monk isn't necessarily <laughs> a bad player, I like Malik Monk. Yeah. Uh, the pick didn't really address the Hornets' need exactly. at the time. Jared Allen has turned out to be another sleeper in the 2017 draft, so I have him going here. Premier rim protector. Like Weezy had him going a couple of picks earlier. Can finish on the other end at a high percentage. You already have Kimball Walker. You already have the corpse of Nicholas Batum. So (laughs) while Cody Zeller has been decent, I think adding a starting center in Jared Allen will help the team long term. Uh, Number 12, the Detroit Pistons. The original pick was Luke Kennard. You guys got one here. <laughs> got Malik Monk. Malik Monk. Okay, they need a they need, sure. I like they, that. they need a guard. They, yeah. They, 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 I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> sure they need everything in Detroit. Well, you got Weezy. Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaac going here. Okay. I also have Jonathan Isaac. This is the thing about him. He's only been in uniform for 35 out of possible 93 games. Yes. So he's still one of the best physical specimens in the draft. Right. 6'11", 210. Wingspan, 7'1". His skill set's still pretty raw. So, in turn, yeah. you can develop this kid and get him to where you want him to be. Uh, it makes him a prospect at a high level. And I think he has a higher ceiling than Luke Kennard and Stanley Johnson, who they got rid of. So, mm-hmm. it would be really fun to see John Isaac, Blake, Blake Griffin, and then Andre Drummond. That's scary. That's, 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 that's 6, 11, 16. Across the board. Seven. Across the board. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, I like that. Athletic, pitch. too. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Out the gym, yeah. for sure. Let's move on to number 13, the Utah Jazz, with the great pick of Donovan Mitchell. Who you guys have going here? Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson. Yeah. I had OG going right here. 
OG and an OB. Okay. Okay. Oh. Me too. I have All OG right. going here. Um, Utah was fortunate to get Donovan Mitchell at 13. Of course. Lucky, lucky 13. Kobe yeah. went um, late like this. Yeah. So if they had a select between the list of players left, mm-hmm. OG and an OB, which I hope he's able to come back if Toronto moves on after yeah. having his appendectomy. He's a button three and D talent, mm-hmm. and I think he can defend multiple positions mm-hmm. and switch on pick and roll. So if he wasn't a member of the league's deepest bench in Toronto, he'd be getting more minutes, and we'd be talking more about OG Ananobi yeah. than we are for sure. All right, the last pick in the 2017 NBA draft lottery. <laughs> redraft. We have the redraft for sure. <laughs> the Miami Heat. The original pick was Bam at a bio. Who you guys have going here? Zach Collins. Zach Collins for sure. I like that. I like that. I don't think he's better than the pick they already had with Bam, Bam but yeah. that makes sense. So I like that, though. He's a little bit more spicy. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I'm keeping Bam. Yeah. He's right here. Okay. Yeah. This is a solid pick for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have Frank Nittalakina going here. I can see that. Yeah. Because he's been somewhat of a disappointment in New York. Frankie Smoke. Shout out yeah. to Frankie Smoke. But if you look at the team, the defensive specialist, mm-hmm. it's fair to say his shooting numbers would improve. But he's just not a creator offensively like they thought he was going right. to be. So you put him next to Justice Winslow, who's one of the best defenders in the Eastern Conference, with Josh Richardson, who's mm-hmm. a scorer. I think he will be a great player for the Heat long term. Hey, I think he's a long term. <laughs> the corpse of Deion Waiters. For sure. He stole, I had to bring that man, up. He man. stole so much money from that <laughs> franchise. I know they are pissed at him. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it would be tough to score on them with uh, Winslow as the primary defender going alongside Frankie Smoke. I don't know if that would be fun to watch. Yeah. But it would definitely be hard to score on. So you didn't have folks getting picked at all. Mm-mm. Of course not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm sure that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I – it's always cool to look back, and we went mm-hmm. with 2017 because there's a lot of really good players in this draft. Yeah. And it's a situation, too, where we haven't even seen the best of these players. Right. So. It's, this could be one of those when it's all said and done. Uh, like, man, that's really high-ranking draft, right? When now. it's all said and done, I think Tatum is an all-pro. I think Donovan Mitchell will end up being a pro, an all-pro player. Laurie Markkinen, yeah, De'Aaron Fox. Fox. Kuzma? When you say all pro, you mean all NBA? All NBA, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Um, that's a lot, man. That's four. I got Dennis Smith Jr. Okay, De'Aaron Fox and Lonzo. You think Lonzo be all NBA player? I think Lonzo's going when he if he could turn if he if he could somehow get healthy. The way he plays point guard, yeah, is going to get him there. Not Markel Fultz, you know. That's the sick part about it, man. Yeah, we, we I, don't. Well, even, I didn't finish Markel. I, yeah. I definitely think Markel Fultz going to be something to reckon with. Nah, for sure. Watch when he gets rolling, man. I can't, and I can't wait. Yeah, you know, I just <laughs> want him to give him. I, you can't. I, I said, I know you can't. <laughs> I just want the NBA to give my boy a chance, man. That's, that's all. Mm, mm, mm. So that's another one, cameraman. <laughs> yeah, because we pissed me off because he's trying to he's trying to play my boy Markel Fultz, but um, soon, soon. So but just know that you know that James Harden lets you down in a game six closeout without the best player I said that, uh, in the whole playoffs. Okay, dog. I'm just doubling down on that I dumb see. shit. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, uh, sure. Tweet us with your questions. Do. Uh, dumb shit. Uh, yeah. Tweet us yeah. with your questions. Yeah. Yeah. I they can't shoot. You said what? You drafting new that can't shoot. I'm drafting them again, for sure. <laughs> so um, we appreciate you guys listening to episode 270 of the Full Sport Press Podcast. Mm-hmm. That is the redraft of the 2017 NBA draft. Let us know how we did, man. Let us know if we missed out on a pick. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cameraman, uh, <laughs> tweets with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. To watch more basketball. Weezy. (laughs) (laughs) Everything paid for, baby.
Jeff. Camera's always on, brother. Cameraman, the revolution <laughs> will be podcasted. We are out. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted. (laughs) 